What up, what up, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Never Been Done Podcast. Your weekly, semi-weekly, sometimes weekly podcast of just amazing movie notes and trivia and adoration. It's like you're setting expectations that don't need to be met. We're back and better than ever. And there's another one. <laughs> and hate crimes. <laughs> you don't talk about that on there. Mm. Unless he's here, and that's a guy's name then. Right. Totally different thing. I was trying to explain to somebody that we have a friend named Tommy Hate Crime, and they were like, that's pretty messed up. And I was like, he's the one that came up with it. <laughs> the funny thing is they don't know that's because he had hate crimes against him. Well, I explained it. Oh, did you? <clears throat> okay. I mean, I don't talk to this person anymore. They're, they're kind of unpleasant. So it's just like they just didn't like jokes anymore. They used to like jokes, and they just quit liking them. Huh. Yeah. Um, I don't know what happened. Write it down. Who is it? I want to know. Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think that's true. Though. Somehow she gets offended by nothing, so... Well, does she listen to this? No. Well, tell her to listen and see how she gets offended. It's probably a bad idea. She yes. won't. Did she you won't. ask her about she's, her... She's very, uh... She's, like, the least judgmental person I know, but she's also... Is there she's an, a freak, so I don't know how that works out. Is there an update on our AIDS blanket? You tell me. Oh. <laughs> I forgot to ask. I just wanted to know if you talked to her. You, should, you said she was selling you some masks. <laughs> she sold me some masks. But I'm not using them, so it's like, yeah. Thanks, Mom. Don't need them. Thanks, but no thanks. No, hers are actually like, they're like the other one I had, but she made like a like a metal piece that bridges to your nose, that so bend, bend, it like yeah. helps keep Help with the glasses. from your glasses getting steamed. Yeah. So it's cool, but it's like... I'm still like, ah, fuck it. Like, you know what's funny is I have, I bought a batch of those masks, like the sheath ones from that military, the place that makes all the arm sleeves and all that weirdness. Because I'm supposed to be driving the different events and the sun is the, the devil for me, like because of the photosensitive, because of the medication I take. So I bought those and I'm like, this will be awesome when I drive out to San Diego this year. At least I won't have to put a sheet over my head. <clears throat> it's equally weird, but nevertheless. So I've had those sitting in a package. And this whole thing happened. I didn't even think about opening them until, like, yesterday. Oh, damn. So, like, they've just been laying there. And I'm like, oh, man, well, there's, like, like a crazy skeleton face on it. I should be wearing that thing. What do you have? I don't know. Two or three. They sold them in a pack, so. Uh, I'll say you should just price gouge them on eBay for, like, $100. <laughs> At this point, the company's still selling them. So it's not like, they're not better than these things. I mean, they're just, the whole idea is to keep the sun from directly hitting you. So the idea is if you wear them during the winter, it's to help you stay warm. If you wear them during the summer, it's more to protect you from burning to death. Oh, uh, gotcha. So, like, it's not... Material-wise, I'm sure they're not any safe. They're definitely not safer than the stuff that people are using right now. But as a thing in general, I'm like, huh. I don't know why I didn't think about that till just now. My homie Danielle sewed a bunch of masks for the restaurant. She made me a Raiders one. Nice. Then she made me one, like, this red-colored one that's pretty cool. Um, And made a bunch of, like, Wonder Woman ones and, like, nautical design ones. And all I had to do is give her a flavor pack two for him. So it was like six, 16 <laughs> bucks. And she gave us like, I don't know, 15, 20 masks. That's funny. Which like, and then I'm going to buy her lunch next time she comes in. Like, cause she comes in and gets the vegan shit. But sure. It was really cool of her to do that. I, I didn't ask her. So no, that's cool. She, you know, you like the Raiders. So I made you Raiders masks. I was like fucking sweet. Like, yeah. Wear it during the season. It'll be good times. Yeah. I'm just going to wear it just to fucking wear it. <laughs> <laughs> wear it next time you. Rob a convenience store. 
We're going to talk about that, Tyler. Yeah. The last thing people need to know is what he's going to look like when he's doing it. Everybody knows not to rob convenience stores. They don't have any money. They keep like on less than $20 in the register. It's true. Yeah, but wearing a Raiders mask, that could be anybody. <laughs> the ones with like the skull mouth, that could be anybody. Yeah. And Clifton. Right. Those motherfuckers are just... Crazy nonsense, man. I mean, at a certain point, pretty much anybody that does crack looks the same. Sunken in mm. eyes, missing teeth, really skinny. Fidgety. I was having this debate with someone, and we both agreed that we have seen obese people that do crack. Oh, really? Yes. It's mm. possible. Takes all kinds. Guess they're not doing enough. I think you can I still say. you can still get hungry on crack. I think especially if it's shitty. To me, versus mean, like cocaine. Like cocaine, you're not hungry really, but crack, mm. I think you can. Still okay, get so what hungry. about like meth? Yeah, I guess I would say all they all look the same, other than like gender. I think, I think in my head, that's what I'm thinking is meth, not crack. But I mean, it kind of gets all grouped together. Sure. But meth is what I'm thinking mostly for the area that we live in. There's a lot of those people. That's not racist. It's just a <laughs> people who do meth. That's funny. Silly. Forget about it, huh? Yeah. Got any news there, Josh? Yeah. A little bit. Hold on. A little bit of news. I'm tired of the dog's collars jingling. A little, little bit like normal. little tidbit. One of them's like a lot more details than I would normally talk, but because there's so little news, we got a lot to talk about. I wish there would have been this much information when we did the Hulk Hogan episode, but there wasn't. So, um, Chris Hemsworth, the Hogan biopic, the script is in the writing stage. It's being written by Todd Phillips. Um, no, no, Scott Silver and John Polano. Um, Scott Silver helped write Joker and The Fighter with Todd Phillips. And um, John Polano did that stronger movie with Jake Gyllenhaal and a bunch of other ath- right. athlete movies. Um, the director is going to be Todd Phillips, though. That's cool. And Hemsworth is on board. It is going to be um a netflix exclusive because they have the the exclusive rights to hogan's life and um terry is going to be a consultant on the film as well um hemsworth is super stoked on it he's like i know that they're in the writing phase i haven't really seen much of that but he's like i can't wait to do it man it sounds dope it's crazy netflix is just like we own hulk hogan now (laughs) it's kind of weird that they were able to get that in since like the wwe well, they're about the rights to his life, not necessarily to his franchise brand name. So they just paid Hogan for it. Yeah. Okay. But that makes more sense. But they're still going to call him Hulk Hogan. And I don't know if, where the rights lie in that. He may have been Hulk Hogan for so long that, and depending what deal it was originally, because the, the name went through different places, but whenever he was with WCW, he was Hollywood Hulk Hogan. No, he was Hollywood Hogan. Huh? Hollywood Hogan. So the name was technically different. I don't know, man. It gets weird in there, because, like, the Ultimate Warrior legally changed his name to Warrior, but somehow still didn't own the trademark to it, which is weird. Hmm. So, I don't know. It may have been maybe a deal he had in the first place with him. I mean, as far as the namesake's concerned, you can't really copyright Hulk. The name Hogan, since that is his last name, you may land in one of those places. I mean, like, Paris well, Hilton tried to copyright that it's hot. Back when she was popular, remember, like when I was when we did the Hogan episode, that because of, 
the Hulk Hogan thing because of right. like Marvel owns the name Hulk, so like every time he that they ha- he has to pay them a certain amount of money to use it. Just the word the Hulk. Just the word Hulk. Like if he uses Hulk Hogan on anything. Huh. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's just weird. Hmm. There's weird things to that, dude. It's a, part of it's a matter of branding. Part of it's a matter of a logo. I mean, as far as like a thing, if you say let's get ready to rumble, like that dude that does the let's get ready to rumble, if you do it like him, then you owe him money. If you just say the words or it's a title to something, it doesn't matter. But if you say it like him, then yeah. at that point legally you can. Isn't that guy like the richest person in the world that does the least amount of work? He might because he gets I don't know. paid to do that for what? A minute? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he announces the fighters, too. <clears throat> it's like... Yeah, okay, so, so let's say four minutes. Right. And he gets millions of dollars each time. Oh, yeah. Well, he managed to make it iconic over doing it for so many years. Like, how much money do you make an hour? I don't know. Like, <laughs> $62 million or Some, something? Yeah, something crazy. <laughs> like... I mean, good on the dude. I mean, as far as a thing, way to brand yourself. I mean, that's crazy. Was he part of Celebrity Deathmatch? I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. I don't remember. Yeah, I can't remember any either. I was just like, eh, I feel like he might. I feel like kind of yes, but I don't know for sure. That's a good show. They need to bring that back. We talked about that. So we. T- I feel like we talk about it all the time. <laughs> like when Marilyn Manson pulls the skeleton. Like who does he fight? Oh gosh, I don't remember, dude. There's so many of those. They're cool though, but yeah. there's a lot of them. Well, on the Chris Hemsworth subject, we get a new movie of him tomorrow. What's that? Or I guess at midnight on Netflix, that Extraction War movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Netflix movie? With Yeah, with, with like very little movies being released digitally now. It's like, I look forward to anything <laughs> that comes out because there's yeah. nothing else coming out right now. Oh, there's that, I guess. It's funny. That October faction, I started watching it. I, I like it, but I don't, I never really read the comic books. It's basically about fighting vampires. We had two or three guys in the store that loved it, but the comic book is a lot more gritty with art, and just there wasn't enough people reading it for me to follow it too. It came out through IDW. But the guys that we were getting it loved it, so apparently enough people did that they made us at least one season of it. But the show was okay. The first couple episodes were alright. Um, Colin Farrell is, I, you know, I, we, okay, before I quit stroking out, Colin Farrell is officially going to be the Penguin. I know they talked about, and it was rumored, but it was, like, pretty heavily rumored, blah, 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 but right. it's, like, an official thing now because they're actually talking about his costume at this point and how he's going to have quite a bit of prosthetic stuff as part of his costume, so I think that's weird. But well, makes sense considering he doesn't look like the Penguin at all. Right. Like, literally at all. And if you're going for the, like, Gotham Penguin, where he's a young man, and that that guy did a great job actor-wise, and I can see that dude eventually growing into a big belly and being the Penguin, but as a thing, his face has the right looks. The guy from Gotham, the... Is that the blonde guy? The guy that's usually blonde? Yes. That okay. has his hair black, who's in The Walking Dead to just, for like one, one or two episodes, and yeah, then he gets okay. himself killed the next season just to get him out of the way. Right. Well, or as a cameo. Yeah, he, normally he has blonde hair. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. But yeah, he's uh, he plays the Penguin great, and he does a good job, but he's believable to eventually grow 10, 15 years down the road and become a big, kind of bigger, setted man as a gangster. Colin Farrow, the dude's already, what, 50? How old is Colin Farrow? Colin Farrow, I don't know. 
Probably, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's probably mid forties at least. Right. And like, <coughs> with these. That dude looks nothing like the penguin. So casting for his acting ability, I guess, and then put a bunch of prosthetics on him, which sounds like what they're doing. But he doesn't have like a single piece of him look like, other than he has black hair. And that's like literally it. Dan DeVito looked like the penguin. He's only 43. Okay, so he's younger than I thought he was. It's hard living, bro. Hard living. Look at him. <laughs> Look at this one, though. Oh, my God. He doesn't look like the penguin there, either. He looks like the shirtless bear fighter. No, you know what he looks like is Macho Man Randy Savage in that picture. Oh, he does kind of. Yeah. Maybe I was going to say he looks angry like Russell Crowe would in his time off. <laughs> <laughs> like, him and Russell Crowe should just duke it out. He's like, this shirt doesn't button right. I hate it. Fuck Russell Crowe. He's such a cunt. Did you guys see that? We'll get to that when we do Russell Crowe episode. He's such a cunt. There's um a new... It's called... I think it's called... The Kelly Brothers or Ned. Ke- remember that show that I made you that movie. Ned Kelly. Yeah, remember I made you watch it with me. Probably. I don't. I probably did. But Heath I don't. Ledger. Yeah, I remember so that. It's called the Iron Man Ned Kelly. He's like, he, oh yeah, he's a real person from Australia. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like the Billy the Kid from Australia, and he was badass, and he made like iron suits, and like him and his brothers were fucking like bank robbers and shit. And tied were- armor on himself to sort of look like a knight, sort of in the cowboy days. Orlando Bloom. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. th- there's a new movie coming out with Russell Crowe in it that's going to be a History Channel biopic, like film, like movie that's coming out. Like, mm-hmm. they're the ones that, like, put it out somehow. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure where it's coming out, but it's called, I think it's just called, um, um, the Kelly Brothers or something. I'm not sure. I, I just saw, like, an huh. ad for it. I'm like, what the fuck? Probably Wait. Australia. Maybe. Probably coming out there. It's probably coming out everywhere. I mean, being it was made there, probably. It is weird, the company, if it's History Channel doing it, that's kind of bizarre. Tell them to get on that, uh, what's that guy's name from, color, or from, uh, Oh, it's Aspen. a series. Um, True History of the Kelly Gang. It's called Kelly Gang. Oh, so is he like a voice, or is he like an actor? Because like, is he even being like a Who? voiceover, Russell Crowe? No, it's, it's in it. It's like a full-on... So like, it's like a full-on TV show. Huh? Crazy. Pretty badass. I'm excited about it. Because I think that story's fucking sweet, except that he dies at the end. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I mean, because it's based on... If, it, if they do it as a based on, he doesn't have to die, right? This changed ending. No, you have... No. Get, get like five seasons out of it and then leave it on at cliffhanger. No, it's going to be like one season, probably. But mm-hmm. Have we talked about the Capone trailer yet? Ooh, dude. We haven't, have we? I don't know that movie. I've seen that, actually. Capone trailer? Hmm. I don't know if I've seen it. I think yeah. I posted it in the chat I started on Instagram with all of us, but right. Mm-hmm. So we we got to you know when remember when we paused it to watch the Ghostbusters trailer? Yeah, then we got to do a pause segment right now. Okay. Okay. Unpause. Show you pause. What do you think about that? It's pretty cool. Like that Brawn Entertainment Group, they do a bunch of stuff that's pretty neat. That there's yeah, that looks cool. I think Tom Hardy is like the perfect person. To do that? Well, he just has, like, that crazy... Like, the angry eye stare he does is impressive. Yeah. Mm, that's yeah, that like really to, cool. I'd like to go out drinking on, on the town with that guy. Oh, well, for sure. Did you guys ever see, like, when he first started kind of becoming big, like, his old MySpace page got leaked? <laughs> no. <laughs> and it's just, like, him, like, 
in a shitty apartment with his friends, like drinking, taking pictures. <laughs> it was like, wow, that's like exactly what my MySpace was like back in the day. <laughs> like, pretty funny. It's a very, it's fucking rad. And he, you know, anyone else would have been like trying to get that taken off the internet. And he was like, oh yeah, that's me. You know, like <laughs> that was good times. Me and my buddies living in the same apartment. Like that's hilarious. It's funny. He just doesn't even care. He's like, yeah, I'm human. Like, whatever. And where he lands, role-wise, he lands in a different spot than some some other people. But I did start that Instagram group so we could all, like, send each other shit that we might not see otherwise. Oh, yeah, I did. It's just a chat. It's like a message, and it's us three, and then Tom and Connor. That's all that's in it. But... I don't know if I even realized that's what that was. Anything, like movie related or whatever or just something funny like because i've been in a group with like seven other people for a long time and it's just like it's pretty entertaining most days because everyone just sends like the funniest shit or whatever they see right but in this case i thought we could use it as like a tool also sure i like that i like that a lot yeah and i've always wanted a crew like a real crew you know like the jackass crew like those guys are like (laughs) It's like there's shit, you know? Now I have one. <laughs> yeah. I have a crew. So who's uh who's taking the beer bong in the ass is all I want to know. Not it. Not it. Tom. Tom. No, he's not here. We so can all vote Tom. Easy to say. Asians like things in their ass. Tyler has already said that a million times on this podcast. It has been that's, proven. I don't think that's true. It's pretty true. <laughs> it has been proven. Uh, there's from not the much re- Asians from the research, don't like. From the research done... I meant him saying it. That's what I meant. But go on. From all research research done, (laughs) I think they do. (laughs) My gosh. I'm just saying. Research. Sure. I can't dispute it. I I think it's fair to say because, like, they eat fucking raw chicken, too. So (laughs) if they'll do that, if if they'll stomach chicken five times just to be able to, like, eat it raw and not get sick, then they'll do anything. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like start a fucking virus that shuts down the economy for the entire world. That was the Chinese though. Yeah, those mother. They're still Asian. Asian. They're Asian. <laughs> still Asian. But like a particular group. I mean, not okay. I was just speaking all brown people, except Mexicans. <laughs> oh Mexicans. my god, man! They're clear. They're in the clear. <laughs> uh, out of control, completely. No, it's not racist. It's just you know. Yeah, I'm a little bit. Yeah. Oh, but observations. I mean, more stereotypes are stereotypes because they're real. So there's that. That's I true. mean, whatever. Sure. I, I mean, honestly, like <laughs> God. Chinese so, people. I've been talking trash about them for years. So she's saying this is your fault. The corona. What? Yeah. From all your probably. Talk? Probably. I mean, I did say not. Not more than six months ago, but no less than like two months ago that like we're on for a world of hurt. This world just needs a gigantic plague to thin the herd a little bit. I, di- I have, I am quoted as saying that multiple times. Nate brought it up the other day at work. He's like, Hey, remember that one time you were talking about a worldwide plague? And I was like, Yeah. He's like, and it's happening now. I'm like, eh, well. halfway. <laughs> it's like a half ass one. It's like not really killing that many people. We'll stop talking. Why? Because I don't necessarily want that to be, because I don't think one of us will land on the wrong side, for sure. Hopefully me. I mean, I guess it's going to be We don't have to get that dark, do we? <laughs> it's not dark. It's just like, 
mean, I'll take one for the team. I don't mind. <laughs> I've made peace with my maker. Oh, like, I'm God. okay with it. Out of control. You guys, you guys have like 65 episodes worth. Oh, yeah, this is episode 65, by the way. Of, uh, you know, of episodes to go back and listen to my bullshit. So it's just like, you know. <laughs> God. I don't think I'll feel satisfied losing any of us until we're at like 300. Like 300 years old or 300 episodes? 300 it's a, episodes. It's a, of, oh, it's a lot of both those things. A lot of both. Okay, was there any more news? Cause there wasn't much. Last thing was, um, Venom released its, the, the official title of Venom 2 is. Yeah, everything is going crazy over there. Holy shit. Um, it's called Let There Be Carnage. Which is awesome. It's a cool title. <laughs> I like that. Let There Be Carnage. So who's gonna be Carnage? Uh, it is, uh, Woody from Cheers. No, motherfucker, that's what you put him as? <laughs> Woody Harrelson. The guy from Cheers. Or Natural Born Killers, or White Man Can't Jump, or Zombie Land 1 or 2. I mean, yeah, I like Woody all the time, so it's that's Woody. cool. Do you see him? Did you, did you watch Venom? Yes. Did you watch the credit scene at the end? I feel like I did, but I don't really remember it. Yeah, he's so, in straight jacket, big like big curly hair. It's Woody at the end in, in the gel cell. Maybe I didn't. I feel like I'd remember that. He doesn't look exactly like him with the big hair on him and I like didn't. the way he holds his mouth, like the way he bites, kind of bites his lip. It looks like the way they draw him in the comics. Cletus Cassidy is the serial killer that Carnage is, and like the way Woody looks when they first announced him. Well, they didn't even announce him. Like it got leaked that it was him, and I, I kept thinking in my head, like, how is that ever going to look right? And then, like, they showed him in the movie for that one clip where he's in the jail cell, and I'm like, huh, that's how it looks right. Weird. Cletus in the comic books is a lot skinnier, but as a thing, that part doesn't matter so much. But, yeah, face-wise, he looked a lot like him, which was kind of weird. I think it's possible I avoided watching the credits even, because I just didn't really like that movie. As much as I like Tom Hardy, I just didn't. Come on, man! You gotta stick around for the credit pieces. Uh, the, the you fucking, got to. The, you don't got to. You got to. You the, got the, the only way you know what's going on. The flow of the movie—it just like there was no flow. To me, it was like what? Like clearly, if Marvel was controlling all that shit, this would have been a better movie. Maybe. I didn't dislike it though. On, s- right? on Sunday, CBS me watched like the last probably thirty minutes of um, Endgame. Oh yeah, and both got misty. Again. It's a kid, dude. I'm telling you. After that, other than that, it's fine. Whatever. Kill everybody all day long. I've actually started... I made a Marvel playlist and started watching them again. Nice. Which... I was like, Tori, you can either watch the three Lord of the Rings movies with me or all the Marvel movies. And she chose all the Marvel movies. So. <laughs> Weak, man. <laughs> like, that's still like... What the fuck? It's funny because it's the same if you amount watch, of time. Same amount of time. It's not. Oh, it is. Are you not counting the Hobbits? Not the Hobbits. Oh, just see. just okay. the Lord of the Rings trilogy. You do Lord of the Rings extended... Deli- and she still versions. chose Marvel. Oh, but she's like, I like the movies more. I'm like, yeah, but you've never really like watched the Lord of the Rings all the way through, but... It's because it takes so long for one movie. If you count the Hobbit stuff. If you don't watch the extended ones, you know. You have to watch the extended ones because they're so fucking good. I know, but I would ev- I would accept the, the OG theatrical sure. releases for this situation. I wouldn't. Fuck and that. instead, we're at like 40 hours of movie watching. When the fuck did you get a fucking concert fucking... design innovation shirt? Connor gave me one. When? 
today. What the fuck? I don't have one of those. Well, too bad. He gave me one. Fuck him. I only brought one change of shirt, so he was like, here's a third shirt, and you can keep it. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. What an asshole. It's fine. I think he has plenty. You can probably get one. I don't know if he has mediums. Wow. It's hard to say. All right, yes. so we're going to we're going to tackle Michael Bay for real today. For real this time. So last time, for realsies. COVID-19 <laughs> was rampant. People were dying in the streets, puking blood all over people. It was fucking insanity. There was bullets going off all the time, explosions and fire and it was insane. And there was no toilet paper. But so we went through the greatest like presidents in film, movie history instead, which we, I don't, I think we didn't even talk about Michael Bay at all, except we mentioned his name. So <laughs> that is what happened. So we're going to give him an official <laughs> episode today. So today we're going to really do Michael Bay when you said proper. Michael, when you said Michael Bay, I'm like, I thought we already did that. Yeah, we didn't at all. Like <laughs> no, we bailed right. halfway in. And we we're like, yeah. nah. That's probably Michael. We never even talked about it though. Like we like, I don't even think we, we spoke about one of his movies. We, we might have mentioned that that's what we were going to do, and then partly through, we, I think I changed it. Sorry about that. Would you start talking about like movie presidents? And, yeah, and then how sure shitty fault. COVID was. I think it's probably my fault. So let me see what I can derail this with and go. First movie is that where we're at? I got a couple of pieces of info about him before we start that. Is it about him being a music video director? Because no, it's harder to do than you think. He did a shit ton of music videos, and I didn't take any of that info down because we'd be here for four hours. But yeah, he did do a lot. Um. Good ones too. I will say most notably, uh, Meatloaf. But, uh. I wouldn't necessarily thought was the best one. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Um, let's see. This is funny to me because I don't think I agree with it, but he considers himself an old school director preferring analog over digital, both in shooting on film stock and keeping CGI shots to a minimum staging practical action and stunts whenever possible. I know he probably does that with explosions. I mean, those explosions might be real, I guess. But, but other than the explosions, like, what the fuck else in your ridiculous movies <laughs> are you shooting organically? I, okay, so now I'm really excited because he shot the House of Pain video, Faster Pussycat, so we got to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a great fucking video. Uh, he did so. like 40 of them or some shit. So maybe in his music video days, he used less CGI. And like, I'll, I'll give you, did you guys see the, uh, the Ryan Reynolds movie? That's at the end. We'll wait till then. That's the last one on yeah, the list. And I watched it this morning nice. because I hadn't seen it. He did Vanilla <laughs> Ice, I, I Love You and Play That Funky Music. What? Yeah, dude. He's he's killing it back in the nineties. You knew you knew Michael Bay like was the music video two, director. Yeah, did two Vanilla Ice videos. I know he did two. The ice the 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 second one I didn't know because I didn't really pay that much attention to the second one. Yeah. Well, now he, you know, I, I used to kind of talk a little bit of shit about him, and now I'm kind of like, eh, it does make it better. Eh. <laughs> it doesn't make it I better. have minor problems with some of his work, but for the most part, <laughs> yeah. for the most part. I'm okay with it. I have minor problems with some of his work. Oh, shit. It depends on whether you care about the story, depending on what you're watching. It's basically the same way I feel about Zack Snyder. Take that, I guess. It's just like, you know, there's... What's the... What's what everyone calls Zack Snyder, or calls his style? 
Really, it's really sty- pretty, but all, no. st- all style, no substance. Yeah. Mm. That's the script, it's though. It's mostly the same thing. That's the script, though. Right. It's not the director's fault. That's true. Just as long as he doesn't write and direct both Vision things. is a part of that, too, though. I yeah, d- but visually, he's amazing. I do like that Zack Snyder was just, like, the DC outcast, and everybody hated his fucking guts, and then, like, when Justice League came out, and everybody's like, oh, the Snyder cut would have been amazing, and it would have been, it would have made DC so much better. And you know what? It could be really good. I don't fucking know. All I know is that Justice League movie was fucking garbage. And, like, Zack Snyder's daughter died, didn't she? She did. So it's like... It's hard to say, like, how far gone the situation was before that happened, but as a thing in general... What we got versus what it's funny because the same people that were like, Oh, thank God he's us. Joss is going to be so much better. Right. Exact same people that like two months later were like, Oh, I really wish they would have done the Zack Snyder one. Like the exact same people. I do anything for love, but I won't do that. Is that the, yeah, meatloaf. That's what he said. He did that one too. That's what I said. That was the one. Yeah. He didn't say the name of it. That's the one I meant. Right. (laughs) Man. It's like I say about Sucker right. Punch, it's like five great movies, but there's you can, no story. You can tell I did a shit ton of research on this topic. Good job. So, We're uh, giving him all the, you know, his just dessert. I have I have a lot of research, actually. This so podcast is going to look very pretty, but there's not going to be a lot of substance. I can guarantee that. <laughs> In honor of Michael Bay. <laughs> Man, I knew that was coming. A lot of explosions. A lot of explosions. <laughs> yeah. So what do you got, Tyler? Um... Alright, so such is the intensely busy and chaotic nature of his film sets, the cast and crew generally refer to it as Bayhem instead of Mayhem. Sure. Clever. And he was originally set to direct 2004's King Arthur and dropped out, which I'm happy about because I like the way that one turned out with Antoine Fuqua instead. The, uh. Sorry, Bay. The Clive Owen one? Yeah. I do like that movie. Except the weird Sons of Anarchy Vikings were a little weird, but. Right, I guess that was a little strange. He's just like walking with a long jacket. He's like, hey, I think somebody parked my motorcycle in the wrong place. Ugh. I think no, no, a horse for this. It's a horse. He didn't ride a horse either. He just walks a lot. Yeah, well, whatever. Yeah, well. But I like that movie, though. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was pretty good. Ugh. Bad Boys is first. Bad Boys. Bad Boys. Uh, $19 million budget made $141 million worldwide. That's pretty good. Yeah. For a first shot. Yeah, that movie's fucking super good. Originally, the two leads were going to be Eddie Murphy and Wesley Snipes. You guys know that? I had heard that before, yes. I didn't know that. I didn't know that until today. Actually, I learned that last time we were going to do Michael Bay, because I did research, so a lot of this... Re- I'm like, oh, yeah, I did research. Actually, I might have my notes, though. I didn't do research, so hey. I did it for the first time today. See, so if he saw his old stuff, it would be great. You know, that would have been interesting. Eddie Murphy and... Uh, it's, was that when he was out of the country? Back whenever... Uh, it was 95, so... So Snipes wasn't, wasn't even in the country, I don't think. Was he? When was he running it been like the Demolition Man year, wasn't it? Oh, or the year maybe. after, maybe? I don't know. I don't remember when he left the country. No, maybe that was 93. I don't know. doesn't matter. It would have been a different kind of movie altogether. Yeah. Which one would have been the funny one? Eddie Murphy, probably? 
I don't know. I kind of like the duo they have now. I do. I, I do, too. But if you were going to recast it as those two actors, Murphy's the only one with, the, like, comedy chops. Yeah, like, Wesley Snipes tries to be funny, and he's not really. Yeah. He does good in Dolomite. Like, in Dolomite, he's great. So I guess if you watch Dolomite and think uh, Bad Boys, then maybe you get the same thing. So it might have been great. If you think about it that way. Granted, it's a lot of years removed and a lot of prison time in the middle. Had a whole Disney contract for one of them. Right. So, who knows what it would have been back then. But yeah, I, I didn't know that, so that's kind of cool. This one's pretty funny. Michael Bay wanted Will Smith to be topless for his foot chase. However, Will Smith would only go so far as to do the scene in an unbuttoned dress shirt. Wow. Hang on, what? I'm- Michael Bay wanted Will Smith to have no shirt on for the... Foot race, foot chase. During the scene. first movie? Yes. Huh. And Will Smith wouldn't do it and wore an unbuttoned dress shirt instead. Weird. It seems like an odd thing to be like, not about. I mean, okay, weird. Michael Bay actually called himself, like, his style of filmmaking was to make action movies for teenage boys. So when you think of that, like, oh, so a teenage boy wants to see Will Smith without without a shirt running? It is kind of backwards. I don't think that's true. That's weird. Michael Bay likes little boys. I don't know if I... I don't think... Okay. That's what we're saying? I don't think that's... So do you guys remember, like, the whole... And I know we've talked about this before. At least CBS and I have. The whole, like, Michael Bay versus Yui Bowl thing? Oh, yeah. No. Yui Bowl could be, like, the most stand-up citizen human being of all time and because of how shitty his movies are I'd still rather like Michael Bay <laughs> did you ever want to watch those videos of, of Yui Ball fighting his uh his uh what do you call people that are review- reviewers god that was hard for me to remember just now that's terrible there's a point critics. where critics there you go that's the word I wanted so there's a point in time I don't know how many years ago it was that he issued a challenge Yui Ball did to any of his reviewers or critics that wanted to come out and fight him, that he would fly them to Norway. Where does he live? New oh, England, God, Norway. I can't, I can't remember. New Zealand. It's he lives in one of those weird Norway, countries. probably Norway. There you go. Who used to have a law that if your movie failed the box office, that the government would refund you money as long as you filmed it based as a film from Norway, which is why his movies are so bad because the dude basically to make them fucking free and gets a paycheck. I mean, he's brilliant. That's why, like, every five years he had a movie, because he just continues to make money and doesn't spend all his money hiring A-list actors or B-list actors. I mean, he's had Statham, uh, back whenever the girl from American Pie, before she was all weird, from Sharknado, whose name I don't remember now. Shoot. John Reese davies was Oh, one. fucking, uh... Ah. <sighs> Reed. That- Tara Reed. Okay. It took me a minute to think about it. Christian Slater, Christian Slater, Stephen Dorff. So like a whole lot of B-list, not unpopular ones that were in a bunch of his movies, but it's because the bill got refunded from the movie failing. Anyway, point of the story. He issued a challenge that they wanted to come out and fight him. He'd fly him out for the weekend. Come on out for the week and we'll box it out. We challenged Michael Bay to a boxing match, but it never happened. Sad day. And like, if that would have happened, that would have been amazing. Chance that Michael Bay watched the other guys get their butts kicked. That could like, be no. celebrity deathmatch reboot. Match number one. <laughs> Man, you look at those videos, it's pretty funny. Right there. Yeah, it's funny. Just I just remember getting lost in a black hole of reading 
all of these arguments over which director was better. Mm. I don't remember where it started. We're like, Yui Bowl or Michael Bay? And I'm like, well, obviously Michael Bay. Like Between the two of them, he knows no a better. fucking track, argument there, if you ask me. But Depends on the movie. But yeah, it, as a thing, his, his always land in the box office for the most part. And that was the funniest feud I think I ever followed. And it was like 10 years ago at least, maybe more. <laughs> Probably, yeah. It's been a while since we both sort of fell out of things. He's not doing stuff the same way anymore. Yeah. But whatever. There were even, like, people signing petitions, like, who is better? <laughs> it's so weird. But Michael Bay's was, like, way higher. And a lot of people, probably a lot more people, I'm going to say no Michael Bay's name versus Uwe Ball. One, because he has a weird name. Two, because Michael Bay's movies show up with his name in the logo. It's like, Transformers, Michael Bay. So, you know. I just read quotes from both of them, mm-hmm. and I'm like... Yui Bull's a douche. Oh, he's kind of a dick. <laughs> like, he's a fucking douche. But he's definitely, he, every critic He thinks he's like bad. the best director ever. Like, mm. he thinks that. Yeah. He no actually thinks in his head that he's one of the best directors of all time. Yeah. And Michael Bay said nothing similar to that at all. So I'm like, well, Michael Bay already won, but now he wins again. It's fine. I just watch House of the Dead, the first one. They put the video game graphics in the movie. Oh, it's yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, one day we'll do a Yui Bull episode. Probably not because I don't think I can find any of those movies. I don't movies, think he'd do to come so. fight us because he whoop all of us easy. Think about that amount of press. If we both show up to fight us, I guess. Yeah, I'd be fucking cool with it. We can have samurai <laughs> swords and shit ready to go. Like, I don't think. <laughs> I mean, that's. I said with uh, I I. I, I I was talking about challenging Joe Rogan to a fight, and you guys weren't in, into that. Because he'd kill you. Yeah, fuck that. All I'm, three I'm of out us, of that. All three of us at the same I'm time. I'm not getting punched by that dude. I just want to be friends with that guy. I don't want to fight him. But then Tyler's like, well, let's just tickle him. And I'm like, that works the best. That's also creepy, but okay. If he was high enough, it might If work. we win, <laughs> if we tickle him, and then he's like, okay, stop. <laughs> oh, my God. Man. Uh, what's the next movie? The Rock. There you go. The Rock. I'm trying to say it like Sean Connery. Can tell. The Rock. Okay. Losers complain about their best. <laughs> we just fucked the prom queen. <laughs> <laughs> I did fuck the prom queen. Oh shit! Before we start this, I had to t- I have to tell you. Do you guys want to? I have. We have a Instagram comment, like, like a really good one from the last episode. I'm gonna wait till the end. Is it not? someone we know? No. Ooh. I say we wait till the end. Okay. What? Okay. Just remind me. We'll do it at the end. Makes more sense. Oh, when we're, when, damn when it. We're I do- want to hear it now. When we're doing social, somebody like that's all so- I'm going to think about the rest. Ba- of an old man talks shit to us, and I like it. Oof. There you go. Yeah, this is saucy. Anyway, it's good. I, I mean, it's not bad. It's it's like it's good, but like I just wanted to tell you. Anyway, The Rock. <laughs> this movie's one of my, it's so good. Yeah, it's fantastic. Sean Connery's amazing. Nick Cage just being a fucking ass. Oh my god. I think arguably like his best movie probably. Michael Bay, I mean, sure. Oh, I don't know about that. I think Bad Boys is better than this. I don't know. Bad I don't know. Bad Boys is fucking fantastic. Mm. I gotta say, I thought the new Bad Boys was better than the old ones, and that's not Michael Bay. So there you go. Oh shit! And then I think part of the news that I forgot that I didn't read was that uh, um, Mandalorian season three is already in pre-production. Oh yeah. See, si, Senor. I found a I found a torrent. That has it's two files 
but the first file is episode one through four, like no credits, like a movie. And then the second one is five oh, through cool. eight. Like it's just, so it, mixed it has together. one opening and credits at the very end of the second file. But it's like, if you want to watch it like a fucking movie, that's, that's cool. cool. You yeah. can. Did that's, you upload it? Yeah. It's yeah. not on my Plex yet, but. That's cool. I have it downloading. Yeah, you need to get that. I want to watch that for sure this week. I know it's kind of stupid because you can just like skip to the next one, whatever. Yeah, but it's like oh, that's cool. Yeah, mix and match. That's way cool. Yeah, that on disc that way. It's good. Yeah, but this is a good little piece of trivia here. Okay, Sean Connery insisted the producers build a cabin for him on Alcatraz, as he didn't want to travel from the mainland to the island every day. And he got what he asked for. That makes sense. <laughs> so the tour, do they include Sean Connery's cabin in the tour? So oh, the tour, man. I didn't I didn't take any notes on this down, but I did read some of it. Uh, the tour was still going on for part of the time they were filming this movie. Right. Because, like, for some reason, they were supposed to pay to have it shut down for the amount of time. Right. And it kept getting fucked up or like they kept not paying or some shit. <laughs> so the tour just kept going. Sure. Makes but sense. But eventually someone paid them and they shut the place down. Man, that's crazy. I'm like, that would have been so sick to go like tour Alcatraz. And you're like, is that fucking Nick cage? What the fuck is going on over there? Right. You know, just like luck out, like luckiest day ever. Right. Touring Alcatraz, which is already awesome. It just happens to be like, oh, there's a movie being filmed here too. Helicopters flying over and dudes jumping out of choppers on it. Awesome. Yeah, he, the cabin should, if it's still there, it should definitely be on the tour. Yeah. Um, Quentin Tarantino was an uncredited screenwriter on this movie. Huh, okay. Along with Jonathan Hensley and Aaron Sorkin. Okay. And in this movie, budget $75 million made $335 million worldwide. Oh, wow. It's pretty good. He's, there's only, like, one movie, I think, of his that didn't turn a huge profit. So, whatever you think of his movies, it's good they, or bad. They make, they make money. Yeah. His box office numbers compared to his budget are pretty ridiculous. Well, that was impressive, yeah. But that's what you get for, you know, coming from Meatloaf music videos. <laughs> Gosh. Did you uh, see that the premiere was of the movie was held in the prison recreation yard of Alcatraz? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. That's cool. Is it part of your notes? No. Nope. That's cool. And it's Michael Bay's favorite movie that he's done. I can understand that. It's good. Sean Connery named it. One of his two favorite movies he made from the 90s. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. The yeah. other being Entrapment, so. Yeah, because he got to stare at Catherine's at a Jones' ass and those tight-ass fucking pants all fucking day. Probably <laughs> boned her, dude. What even are that, you talking even about? Dirt, even that dirty old man's cock was hard as rock, I bet. Hard <laughs> as the rock. Catherine that. Zeta Jones, she dips beneath the lasers. Oh. And he's like this. He's like, Catherine, welcome to the rock. <laughs> As he slaps her in the face with oh it. Oh my god! What? It's funny. You'd do it too. What? Say the, the rock? What hey Zeta rock? Jones. Sure, I don't see why not. You can't have a mushroom print on your face and expect to film. <laughs> no, is what? that too much? I don't. 
I like at least made him like a welcome to the rock, but you're just like to sit something filthy. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we? Who are we? That's that fine. is a good question. That's fine. This can feels all rough and like coarse on the outside. It's probably dirty. Probably it's co- weird. It's probably COVID. I don't think that's how that works, but maybe. You don't know what COVID feels like on the no, outside of a can? That's true. Because you don't have it? I don't think I do. Do I don't have that can. You for think sure. someone put COVID in like an aerosol can and is like spraying people with it? Ah. <laughs> Man, I hope like, not. That's not mace. What is that? <laughs> You'll find out. It smells like. <laughs> it smells like Chinese buffet. Give it fourteen days, yo. Not quite like mailing anthrax to someone, huh? A little different. I mean, there's less powder to it, I guess. There's like no powder to it. Exactly. You just ship someone a fucking. I know that CBS. <laughs> I know that CBS hasn't because he doesn't give a fuck. But did you see that? Like every guest that Rogan had, like Rogan bought a bunch of fucking tests, and then like he has a, a nurse or a doctor like on staff, and then every time somebody comes on the show, he makes them come an hour early, gives them the fucking COVID test, and then lets them come on the show after they're negative, or if they've already had it, because it'll show whether they've had it and they have the antibodies already, which is a good thing, or if, if they're like negative. Doesn't it take like ten days for that test to come back? No, it's like an hour. Really? Yeah. What's taking so long for everything to fucking get figured Nothing's out? Nothing's taking so long. There's just nobody getting tests because there's not a lot of them, and it's fucking stupid. And like only rich people have them. So oh, Joe Rogan's rich, that's... so he's like, I'm gonna buy a bunch of tests. I got money. I want to give it to all my friends. Which, if I was rich, I would do the same fucking thing. I mean, I'd do it as a fucking joke to strangers. So, <laughs> like, you want to find out if you have COVID and then just stab him in the arm? Like, <laughs> no, I said no. I was thinking, like, was if you had COVID, you just fucking breathe in a bunch of, uh, a bunch of fucking. I'm blanking on my word right now. Mask, Tupperwares, blankets, Tupperwares. breathe in a bunch of Tupperwares. Give fucking it to some shut Native it. Americans mail them to people randomly. <laughs> so messed up. Like, oh, what's in here? <laughs> There's nothing in here. Right. What the fuck is this? They wouldn't even choke because it would just be like, you wouldn't even know. It's like those videos of those dudes who like get sick of people stealing Amazon packages from them. So they like, they start putting packages with like spring loaded shit in it. So then people just boom and blast shit in people's faces. But just do it like COVID. (laughs) Like, I feel like someone just farted in my face. What was that? I feel like I was at a Chinese buffet and somebody just farted on me. That's and then weird. you could you could be like, as the person sending it, you'd be like, yeah, I farted in that and spring-loaded it into your face, but when really it's coronavirus. Yeah. It just gets more people sick that didn't deserve it, probably. Like, oh, yeah. weird, you don't have pink eye yet? Hmm. You stole a package off my porch. You fucking deserve it. Well, that person does, but everyone else they talk to through the rest of the day doesn't. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> it is good. It was on the fucking... The, I didn't finish it, but I kind of heard that part. But like, Kreischer's like, "What if the bomb cured coronavirus, but you had to put it in your dick hole? Would you do it?" No. If I was of the age I was worried about dying, then yeah. Okay. If I was under twenty or over forty, so yes. You, so you have it, and they're like, "You're gonna die from it." Or you got to put. Oh, in that case, yeah. Or we got to shoot the bomb up your dick hole, and it's gonna burn really bad for about an hour. I have a feeling they'll probably put you under anesthetic too. Nope, no anesthetic. I'd do it. It's your decision though, but it's your decision. Life or death. Life or death. That's Mm. a no-brainer. I'd do it. Well, you'd rather. Good for you though. You'd rather die. You know, I just think that that being answered to anything would never be a thing, really, ever. 
There's no no way science would ever. Have you ever got a shot of penicillin in your ass? Uh, probably when I was a kid, but I'm allergic to penicillin, so you have to figure that out. It burns really, really, because like when I was a kid and we got strep throat, we can never get the pills. Right. My dad is like, nah, just give him the shot because like it's it's not going to go away. Like if they'll forget a pill and it'll be back here in a month, it's fucking stupid. Just give him the shot, and that shit burns so fucking bad, like so bad. Like the needle isn't a big deal. It's the fucking medicine is sure. burning your soul, and like, but I know I didn't have strep throat very many times as a kid because it would go away the first time. That's good. And the second time I had to shot my ass with penicillin was when Tyler's mom gave me the. That's not called for. Just kidding. Just kidding. I bet she'd be offended by that. I mean, I hope so. She, she might, but she'd be nice about it. <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, Armageddon's next. Let's say, speaking of being nice about things, Armageddon's I next. I really hate this fucking movie. I like this movie. I do too. I, we've talked about this before on the same show. Yeah, we have. But, you know, I guess what different is there to say? Like, it's one of those movies that's not very good, but it's just so fucking good. It's, it's not fun to though. watch, though. It's Bro, fun to watch. it's good. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. It's so, not that bad. It's fun to watch. Bruce Willis is awesome. Bruce Willis is awesome, but yeah. this movie's not. Yeah, it's fun to watch. Oh, this was uh This was Bruce's twelfth last film before going full on bald. Oh, was it? Twelfth last. <laughs> so that means there were eleven more before <laughs> so he was completely bald. So there's a countdown to it, huh? I Which if there that. was eleven more before he was completely bald, was that like a year? Probably. Yeah. I'm damned. <laughs> I don't know why I took that down. It was just like funny that it was there. It's weird that someone like, figured that out. Like if it was like third last or second last, I'd be like, yeah, okay. But it was 12th last. I'm like, <laughs> huh. Someone put that on there, huh? Yeah, that's a lot of, that's a weird, that's a weird thing. Oh, and uh, apparently when asked why he did this film, Steve Buscemi replied, I wanted a bigger house. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good for him. Yeah, I know, right? Sure. Sometimes you gotta be selfish. I mean, yeah, I guess. Good for him. It's just I healthy. Think he's awesome, so. Yeah, he's a fireman. It's crazy, right? Like a volunteer style fireman. 140 million budget, 553 million worldwide. Nice, yeah. Which for back then, I feel like it's pretty good. 98. Yeah. Those are big numbers for 98. Any more trivia about that thing? That's all I took down. There's a lot of really long ones. There's some cool shit where, like, so Michael Bay basically convinced NASA to let them use a bunch of shit in this film, like their 65 million gallon pool where they train astronauts on like in weightlessness. Right. And like use two ten million dollar spacesuits in the film just because they're like, hey, when Top Gun came out, they like the Navy got like massive amounts of recruits and like they use that as a recruitment thing. So we can do the same thing for you guys. You guys get a bunch of recruits and they're like, okay. And that's why. That's crazy. That's I mean that's good. Way to way to go, dude. But yeah. the funny thing is that's not how you like you have to be in the armed services before you get into NASA. 
Right. So, like, if you're an astronaut, you were either, like, in the Air Force or the Navy or the Marines or something first. So, like, that's not really how it works. You can't really apply to be in NASA. That's not you can't, like, that's too bad. <laughs> not to be an astronaut. I mean, you have to have other training first. I mean, I'm sure, like, now it's a little bit different. Did you see that there's coming up uh, Elon Musk's SpaceX is going to have the first, like, space launch in the United States um, since night? Fuck. Like since it's been a while they've, since they've done a space launch from the U.S., crazy. It's going to be the first official one. Huh. All right. I've been looking at the like following all the Starlink shit. You guys follow that at all? Is that the uh, blanket of internet around the world? Yeah, and it's like I downloaded. There's no Google Sky anymore, I guess, but I downloaded a different app that does the same thing. You know, where you hold your phone up tells and look at the sky. It tells you where like the constellations and all that shit is. Right. And I did it the other night, and it was like, Starlink's every fucking where. I'm like, this internet is going to be badass. Like, <laughs> in two seconds, I saw like five of them very close to each other. I'm like, holy shit, this is amazing. You're bored. Aren't we all? I'm, I'm not. It was like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, I was probably sleeping. Some nights I fall asleep at nine. I mean, I'm not going to... I'm, I'm, st but. I'm still working like 45 plus hours a week. I fucking, I'm doing the action figure deconstruction with CBS. I'm doing the top five comics podcast with CBS. I'm doing the never been done podcast. You want a cookie? No, I'm just saying that I'm really busy. Like I'm just, I don't have time to go out and stare at the stars. No, I am bored. I'm fucking bored. I don't have time to stare at the stars. But it was cool to see that many Starlinks out there. It gives me hope that. I'm going to start doing a, crazy. a quote from every episode and that's going to be my, my episode, my thing. I was staring at the stars the other night. And then there's Tyler Huff. <laughs> I was actually waiting. I mean, sure. I was actually waiting to see the the meteor shower, but I didn't make it long enough. Because <laughs> it was like oh, fucking, yeah. the peak was like two in the morning. And I was up like till, I don't know, 1230. You just so, set an alarm. I did. And then I went outside for like a minute. And I was like, uh, I'm tired. I'm going back inside. <laughs> it's funny. You could cut a hole inside your house and put a sliding glass door in your bedroom. I don't know why you would do that, but okay. Why? Nah. So he can, he can step out of a sliding glass door onto the patio? Oh, okay. In his back door? I mean, it's a want. It's not a need. There's other things I'd rather do first. Like what? Like get new windows. Why would you need new windows? Because they're old as fuck. Like, no. they don't the, lock. They fucking... It's, these it's, are old as fuck. Yours are fine. Nah. Okay. Yours locked, dude. No, they don't. They're painted shut. They're not locked. <laughs> Same <No>. idea. <laughs> they're from the... night. These these are the original windows the house okay. built. I'd rather build a fence before doing that. There you go. There's nobody behind you but a horse. There's not even horses there. Oh, so what are you worried about? Because I want a fucking dog. Uh, no, you don't. Yes, I do. <laughs> no, you don't. Oh, my God. Uh, so I have two of them. You don't want one. Yes, I then do. you're gonna. That means two. Not everything that's one means two. You know the woman who wrote the song, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing from this movie, has never had a significant other in her entire life? And she write, she's written like in multiple number one hits about love and has never been in love and doesn't want to be. Okay. So that's what this song's about. 
Mm. It's funny that that's the song from this movie, but I also watched Blades of Glory the other day, and it's like one of the songs that they <laughs> fucking performed to you. <laughs> that's a good movie. The Iron Lotus. <laughs> it's fine. So after Armageddon, what's next? Pearl Harbor. So you go from Armageddon but to Pearl you, Harbor. Yes. Mm. But did you say that Bruce Willis said he didn't like Michael Bay's directing style and he'd never work with him again? I don't know if I saw that one. Mm. This one had more fucking trivia than any other one. So, like, I was trying to get through it as quick as possible so I didn't spend an hour on one movie. Hey, it's a Pearl Harbor. Is this the one with Ben Affleck? Yes. You know what's funny about that movie? This hmm. is a piece of trivia that might be in your trivia. Bruce Willis has a scene in that movie. It's not really Bruce Willis, though. There's a sequence when a bunch of the sailors are injured or are walking that Bruce Willis from Die Hard is digitally edited into the scene, walking between a batch of the soldiers. What? Yeah, I know, dude. It's crazy. It's a real thing. 100%. That means I have to watch it tonight. Fuck. I mean, you don't have to watch the whole movie. You can find a clip on YouTube. You don't, don't think somebody, you, you you don't think somebody made it and then put it on YouTube? No, no, it's in the movie. Like, it's in the actual movie. Yeah. I don't believe you. You don't have to believe you me. You bet on it? I'm not going to bet you anything, but I know it's true. I don't want you to lose for no reason. We watch it. We, whoever loses has to punch themselves in the face. It seems like a stupid thing to do. I'm not going to make you hit yourself, break your teeth in your nose. Bad idea. I'll just punch my nose like right here. I mean, if you want to hit yourself, you can hit yourself. Right. This is a real thing for sure. Guarantee it. Go on with your movie, Tyler. Tell us about the the tragedy of America. Okay. The total amount of money spent on production and promotion roughly equaled the amount of damage caused in the actual attack. That's crazy. <laughs> the amount of money to make the movie was the same amount that it actually did in the destruction? To be yes. fair, the attack wow. happened in, like, what, 1942? Oh, good point. Price. Yeah, price so, comparison. you know, they it's, it's way different, but... So it's still, hilarious that it's yeah, that close. Weird. That's a, that's an interesting thing. Josh Hartnett's one of my favorite actors. Oh, man, oh, this is the only film Michael Bay won an Oscar for, for Best Sound Editing. He was nominated a bunch of times for sound and whatever, but I guess it's the only one that Sp- won. Speaking of that, did you notice that right off the bat that fucking Capone movie already has an amazing score just in the fucking trailer? If that's the music going in the trailer, but the guy... So I'm obsessed with a hip-hop group that I've talked about many times called Run the Jewels, which is Killer Mike and LP. Killer Mike's a crazy, talented black rapper from Atlanta, I think. And then LP is a white rapper from, I don't fucking know, somewhere on the East Coast. but Wisconsin. LP is making the music for this movie. The Capone movie? Yes. And he made a song, not the the score, but he made a song for the credits of Fantastic Four, the one no one liked. That was also directed by Josh Trank. And that song is fucking amazing. But, yeah, so, you know, white rapper making film scores. Sure. But it's probably going to be more like, you know, like a gangster sounding kind of. I mean, it makes sense. Capone's pretty gangster. Yeah. There you go. That's funny. Really, Jules has a lot of comic book, very, like, comic book covers that were done, like, their whole little, the hand symbol thing. Oh, yeah, the fucking. Yeah. 
the hands. I don't know what you call that, but there's a bunch of comic books that got made with that. That was their cover. Different characters doing it. So with Howard the Duck and I think Deadpool. It's, no, it's Rocket Raccoon. Rocket Raccoon and Howard the Duck. It's awesome. Nice. Anyway. Anything else about Pearl Harbor? Yeah, one of them Josh is going to want to hear. Um, apparently the script, which was originally called Tennessee, was sold to Disney for $2 million. Huh, okay. It's a... Uh, Tennessee? Because the... The name of the ship? The... Was it the ship? I don't know. I don't understand why it's called that. I thought they're the the main characters from Tennessee, maybe. Oh, maybe. I think that's what it is. Huh. Weird. Okay. Um, budget one forty million, made four fifty, about. So okay, not huge, but still, you know, good. It's still for, a profit, but it wasn't, you know, not as big as other ones he did. Um, Ashton Kutcher lost the role of Danny Walker to Josh Hartnett. Take that. Would Kutcher. you have liked that movie with Kutcher? No, no. Well, you didn't like it anyway, huh? I uh. Like Since we're on the Pearl there. Harbor subject, okay, go on. I liked that Midway movie. Midway is pretty good. Yeah, I thought that was yeah, it was good. Pretty solid. Did you talk about the hospital scene? No. So both Japanese, like government, military, and veterans both made a massive uproar about the scene where like the planes attack and blow up the hospital because that never happened and it was like as ruthless as the Japanese were they had honor and they didn't they didn't attack a single civilian building and it was a bunch of bullshit and so Mike Michael basically he did it to make it seem more barbaric but it was like completely not fact like not historical huh, that's weird that's one thing that always kind of bothered me as well because there's one thing that Japanese are is very fucking honorable it's like when they when they crash into a fucking boat, they kill themselves. It's just like it's fucking like that's an honorable way to die, taking out the enemy. But anyway, I just thought I'd throw that in there. Hmm. Yeah. Little, little history buff going, like, hey, you know. There you go. Crazy. What's next? Bad Boys Two. So good. Henry Rollins. This movie's so fucking like. Badass. Henry Rollins is great and everything he's in. I don't remember this movie so much. Like, I know I saw it in the theater when it came out, but I just don't remember what happened. Like, I remember the original one, but so, not really the second one. Martin Lawrence's sister is in it, and she's like a DEA agent, and like Mike and her are kind of like dating secretly, and um, there's a whole second there's the weird like There's the weird Cuban guy, a drug lord, and then like he gets back to Cuba and kidnaps the sister, so then they have to go to Cuba to get her back, and all the fucking cop buddies are like, fuck it, let's go, let's go do this. And they sneak go, like, into the, like, like military style, sneak into the, the house and blow everything up. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. The whole Cuba adventure in, in it is pretty crazy. Hmm. All to rescue the sister. Henry Rollins is like the... SWAT guy? SWAT sergeant? And like yeah. the bug guy's like, this is what we're gonna do, boys! He's like super hardcore, and then he made, it was like, this guy, he should be in a fucking G.I. Joe movie, and then like later um, on, yeah. they did like the ballad of, um. Oh, the, man. What is that? Ballad of Snake Eyes? No. 
Shoot, what is the name of that? Ballad of, is it just Ballad of G.I. Joe? Yeah, I think so. Something like that. And he plays Duke. He does. It's awesome. There's actually so many famous people in that. It's so crazy. Many. Vinny yeah. Jones is in it. it Galifianakis. Yeah, man. It's crazy how many people are in that video. If you haven't seen that, you go on YouTube and look up Ballad. I think it's Ballad of G.I. Joe or Ballad of something. I think it's Ballad of G.I. Joe. It'll come up. And it's just yeah. like this like song it's, that like one of the Dreadnoughts, who I think is... It's one of the dudes from Lonely Island. Oh, the plays him? Probably. Yeah, but he's, he's dressed as Torch from fucking G.I. Joe, like one of the Dreadnoughts, and he likes, they, they sing this ballad of like, what, like, De- Vinnie Jones is Destro, yep. what's her name is Baroness, um... Uh, who is it that plays, uh... Anyway. They are, plays, uh, Scarlet. Um, shoot, she, uh, she's a big actress, too, I can't remember the name of her. She's, yeah. There, there's a lot of faces to recognize. It's surprising how many... Julian Moore. Two, yeah, Moore, yeah. I think it was one of the funnier dive videos. Yeah, it's one of the first ones. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. It's so ridiculous. I'll have to show Tyler after this, but it's fucking great. Yeah, it's great. It's, yeah, hilarious. Anyway, yeah, he's awesome. I got nothing more on Bad Boys 2 unless someone wants to chime in. Nah, it's a sequel that, whatever. Eh, it's pretty good, man. It is, it's good, but, eh, okay. What was after Bad Boys 2? The Island. This is the one with uh, Scarlett Johansson, Ewan McGregor. Yeah, I was gonna say where they're like, like cloned for their organs. Yeah, yeah. I really like this one as much as I kind of don't care for Ewan McGregor. It's a good sci-fi movie. Like as a thing, it's a, it's a cool. Concept. I like the idea. Like, yeah. Oh, you pay this amount of money, we're gonna clone you, and then you take their organs. <laughs> Like, well, the other you is like, hmm, this is weird. Because they think you're, they're you. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's a pretty good sci-fi movie. I don't know. It's been so long since I've seen that thing, I couldn't even tell you anything about it other than that being the premise. I have something that bugs the shit out of me, trivia-wise, which is Scarlett Johansson insisted on going topless for the love scene. Director Michael Bay asked her to wear a black bra to maintain the PG-13 classification. Fuck you, Michael Bay. We could have seen Scott. We could have had them titties in 2005. Crazy. And now it'll never happen. That's a line of trivia we should say for episode 69. Take a note. As we're getting closer and closer, that's going to be a big one. Yeah, I've been downloading extra movies for it. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. Yeah. The That's, NC-17 dump that you did a couple weeks ago <laughs> that Tom was talking about. Most of that was Connor, too, though. <laughs> it's like all his shit he wanted to see. I'm like, all right. I didn't even pay attention, but... Um, Once you have sex with a real woman, you seeing titties on screen, no big deal, bro. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Seems like a weird thing to say. This is the second sci-fi film about clones that Ewan McGregor's been in. Really? What was the first one? Attack of the Clones. Is that before this? Mm-hmm. Really? I would never thought those two lined up that way. Which one's better? Josh? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> should be an easy answer. In the situation that when you say that Michael Bay's better, you got to question yourself as a human being. I'm not saying I am. he's better. What? I am. Then Lucas? He changed your question. What? What's the question? I said, which is better? Which Attack of the Clones better? or The Island? 
That's what I'm saying. When Michael Bay's beats you out for being better in a situation, you got to question yourself as a human being. That's what I'm saying. So he means Lucas should question himself. That's okay. what I'm saying. That's harder to get to the bottom of than I thought it would be. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. You question yourself. You have, like, the clone that Boba Fett comes from, and lightsabers, and young Darth Vader, and spaceships, and Yoda, and that's the worst movie of the two. How do you feel about that? I agree with that. Remember my my joke about getting Attack of the Clones in 4K? (laughs) Oh, we can finally watch it the way we've always wanted to. But really, it's like, why did I download that? I should have downloaded every Star Wars but that one in 4K. (laughs) If we do May the 4th, which what, what day of the week is it? It's a week from this Monday. So it's next, the Monday after? Yeah. Week and a half away. If I take it off, you want to watch it all day? Yeah. Want to do it? Yeah. What do you want to do? So, Should we all do right. the, the, new, the new trilogy? I think we leave out the prequels entirely. Start with Rogue One. Rogue One. Four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine. I want to watch Solo, too. God damn it. There has to be a stinker in there, doesn't it? So you have to do Rogue One, then Solo, wouldn't you? Which one's first, Solo or Rogue One? That's that's what I'm I'm kind of CBS on there probably right. I think Solo. No, Solo is first. Yeah, I don't know how they fit in the timeline. I think Solo's so. first, actually. Solo or Rogue One? What's first? Solo. As far as timing's concerned, yeah, like timeline. Because Rogue One picks up right at the end of, like, right at the beginning of New Hope. It does. So Solo's first. Solo's, okay. Solo's before Rogue One. Solo's probably 10 years before, maybe? Something uh, like that? Do you want to get through eight movies? Start at eight in the morning? I don't know. Maybe. We, for, for May 4th? Yeah. It's on a Monday. I can take that day off. I'm talking about doing, like, a May the 4th. Stravaganza. By then, theoretically, Colorado is going to be open, so. Well, it'll be still the safer at home thing, but it's like, all right, well, that's basically like one of the guidelines is gatherings of ten people or less. What he's saying is that the store will be open, so he'll he'll be at work. Oh, will you be open? I don't see why I wouldn't be. At that point, I guess gathering 10 comics. people or less, you usually don't have that many people in the store, right? Not one time like that. I right. Mean, free comic day is a different thing. That's so that means you're good? So. You can you can open Probably, yeah. this Monday I guess. is when it starts? I guess. Not till May 1st. May so 1st, why? One more week, I guess. I guess the ban doesn't actually lift till the 26th or 7th or something. May 1st. Okay, May 1st. I mean, we could just hook up the DVD player and run through the projector. It wouldn't be the best quality of video because you're going to be in the middle of the day with the lights on, so that'd be no, no rough. Way. There'd be nowhere to sit. That's not true. Just turn the chairs sideways. Turn the chairs around. They make them face the wall. Watch plenty of things in there. There's a bunch of boxes I have to move because we got a bunch of long boxes set up in there right now. 
So that part would be kind of a pain in the ass, but. Well, you could come over before and after because we're going to go, if we start at 8 in the morning, we'll probably go to about 9 at night, 10 at night. So you're saying I watch the last couple? We'll probably start, he wants to start, um, solo. I was saying to skip start, the prequels. I'm saying to start at Rogue One. Well, we can get, you know, your least favorite out of the way first. Yeah. There cool. you go. So I'll get real drunk right off the bat and the rest of it will be fantastic. So you saying I'm not missing anything, we're good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Silly. Uh, okay. So what, 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 what was the next one? Transformers. The first one? First one. I'll be you know, I didn't mind this movie. I it, like it. What the, the parts about this movie that I don't like is the battle sequences between the Transformers, like our two. I, th- I felt like if they would have made the, the robots more like they are in the comics, more boxy and like less like super crazy detail. Like, Maybe when they're fighting one another, they wouldn't look just like a jumbled mess of gadgetry, which yeah. was like... They would have taken the color schemes from Generation 1, where they... The color schemes... Which they did in Bumblebee, and Bumblebee was fantastic. That's why, yeah, that's why Bumblebee looks as good as it does. Had they done that, I can get what he was trying to do, but it did make the battle sequences more chaotic than necessary. I mean, we are talking about Michael Bay. I know, I just... I, I think they were trying to, like, movieize it a little bit, and sure. it, it just... Sometimes you don't have to do that. I think there's directors that could do this now. Well, Bumblebee. Not that I don't like a lot of those Transformers movies, but there's the yeah. Well, like that's a good example too. But someone could take it over in you know five years or whenever, and maybe do some cool shit with it. Well, Bumblebee basically fixed the problems. The most of us had with the first movie, not like story wise, but like appearance wise. Because the story was decent. Yeah, the story was fine. It's just the battle sequence at the end. They fall and kill Jazz. You have no idea it's Jazz after they say who it is. Like he tore it half, and you're all like, well, who the hell was that? And then one of the other robots is like, oh, Jazz. You're like, oh, cool. Well, I didn't know who that was till now, so I don't really care. So it's like a wasted way to do things because things look too similar while they're next to each other fighting. If they had the color schemes, that's the whole reason, like, in the, in the 80s with the cartoons, it's so easy for the kids to tell the difference between who is who. But the movie needed that a little bit, too. You can still look all high-tech and, and real-worldy and be fine. You just need the scale of color in there to help identify who it was dying, I think. Yeah, I mean... Well, I mean, like I said, Bumblebee, much better presentation-wise for that. Because fight-wise, the few fights that happen in there... It's easy to tell who's who. So, first movie, that was chaotic. And it was didn't really get a whole ton better, but as it went forward, we had a few mods that were different. So, as a thing. I, I, mean, like, I, like, I like Josh D- Dumel. Like that, that guy's rad. I love Shia LaBeouf. Megan Fox is, and her weird fucking toe thumbs. Toe thumbs! Like, fuck her, but whatever. Like, I've never been like... Some people are like, oh, Megan Fox, oh, she can roll to make. Look at she her can, thumbs. She can toe fuck someone without taking her Ugh. shoes off. John Turturro's, I think, is fantastic. John Voight, like, it's like got a really star set. Kevin Dunn, like, it's got a star set cast. Like, it's fantastic. But you didn't mention Tyrese. I, I did. I did not mention him on purpose. Oh come on, man. Okay, okay. Since we're right there, this is a perfect segue for Tyrese paid filmmakers to get a role in the film. I know that. That's a fact. He paid them to get their own? He paid them. It doesn't say how much. I wish I knew. Right. But yes, he probably dropped at least 10 grand, let's just say, to get in the movie. 
Well, he, he probably paid. He probably paid for one explosion to get into this movie. Nice. Um, Revenge of the Fallen, I think, is of the two sequels. Do they come out in order? Like, do you have movies in the middle of that stuff? Seven, nine, eleven. They're like boom, boom, boom. Huh. Two years apart. Yeah. I have one more thing for the first one. Um. Okay. The Transformers possessed such a rich level of detail and complexity it took the ILM animators 38 hours to fill them in a single frame of the movie. Jesus. That's crazy. A single frame, 38 hours. So I can't even do the math in my head how many people they probably had working on it. That's Yeah, that's ridiculous. Because how many frames would you assume Transformers are in the movie? Oh, my God. A lot. I, man, that's well, you got like two thousand people working on this at, at oh, like twenty four hour shifts. God, that's crazy. That's just crazy. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, I'm, that's just ridiculous. Oh, I got one more cool thing. The tagline of this movie, which was "Their War, Our World," was originally meant for Alien vs Predator. <laughs> <laughs> And they didn't use it, so we're like, oh, that's a good one. Let's take that. Makes a lot of sense, actually. It does. (laughs) Man, that's crazy. That would have been a good one for that one. Huh. I think it makes more sense for that movie, actually. Um, I'm trying to think which one was which. Revenge of the Fallen is the one when they fight at the pyramids, right? Yes. Okay. I actually didn't mind that one. That was pretty good. I don't really mind any of them except the first Wahlberg one. Well, do we need to do like all five of those real quick or no? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got a few things for each, I think. Revenge of the Fallen, the coolest thing I have for that. It took 140 terabytes to process the CGI for all the robots in this film. That's one of those nerd stats that I was just like, that's cool to hear because, like, you don't see that in trivia very often. Right. But think about how much content I have on my Plex right now. Okay. Almost 3,000 1080p movies, couple hundred 4K movies, a fuck ton of music, skate videos, snowboard videos, and then... A very large collection of TV shows. And then other shit that's not even on my Plex that's on the same drive. I have all this shit probably takes up about nine terabytes. And all the fucking, all the CGI for the robots, just the robots, is 140 terabytes. (laughs) It's a lot. That's That's a lot of memory, yeah. I don't know. That's just a crazy stat to me. I mean, it is. Number-wise, I mean, granted, time versus compression compared to now and then is a little different, but it's still a lot of... That's a lot of terabytes. It's a lot of memory. Like, yeah, so much. Server farm alone would be crazy. God. Huh. Okay. We have for the next one. You said you had some for all of them? Yeah. I should have probably been reading all the 
the box office shit. First Transformers, $150 million budget, made 710 worldwide. Sounds good. Revenge of the Fallen, $200 million budget, $836 million worldwide. So stepped up about $100 million on both, yeah. Dark of the Moon, $195 million budget, $1.1 billion. Jesus, really? Yep. Wow, that's crazy. Wow. Ooh, this is good since we're on Revenge of the Fallen. Or Dark of the Moon. Despite the rumors of a feud between Megan Fox and Michael Bay, it was actually Steven Spielberg who had Fox fired from the film after she compared Michael Bay to Nazis. Wow. <laughs> Bay was already prepping Fox for this film when she was forced to drop out. Wow. That's why that he has that blonde girlfriend in this one. That makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. Yep. Man, so how does he open your mouth? Crazy. Apparently, Bay didn't give a shit is what it sounds like, and Steven Spielberg was like, well, I'm Jewish, so yeah. <laughs> she's fucking out since I'm the lead producer. Take that, lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't fuck around with the Spielberg. No. Fuck no, you don't. I mean, she's- where there's a big, successful schnoz... Don't, don't talk about Nazis. I don't really like her in anything. No, she's not that talented. She's just pretty in the face, and then you see her toe thumbs, and you're like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> like, her acting is fucking real bad. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't feel like she's bad in these movies. Just don't look at the thumbs. But It's impossible not to once you see it once. I don't. Well, that's probably true. But, I mean, she's just not, but she's not a good actress at all. She doesn't have a whole lot of other acting credits, does she? And she was in Turtles, and she was in that Jennifer's Body. fucked up vampire-ish movie she was in? Yeah, Jennifer's Body. There you go. That was kind of cool. No. It was a horror movie. It was all right. It was terrible. It was mm. fucking really, really garbage. She was in that... She was in This Is 40. It's like the really, like, slutty fucking, like, co-worker... Or oh, employ- yeah. She took, she took uh, the mom out to club and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And she... I mean, she's that's kind of the only role that she's, like, decent in. Man, I still like him the first two Transformers, but well, you know, yeah. Be, I mean, when I you work you, with a talented director, you're probably going to be. If better. she was ugly, would you like her? I mean, probably not. But there you go. Cast her. If she's ugly. That's the point, though. Like she's like you only like her because she's kind of pretty in the face. That's you the can say the, the same thing minus the toe thumbs about the blonde chick and Dark of the Moon. It's yeah. true. It's the yeah. same she was person. pretty. Was she a good actress? Was she no. memorable? No. Like no. Yeah. Couldn't care less. Right. I haven't seen a movie with her in it since. Maybe. That I know of. Right, exactly. I was going to say, <laughs> I don't know what that lady's name is. Like at all. Rosie Hunt. Uh, Rosie Huntington Whitley. It's a lot of names. Jews in Mad Max. Oh, she was one of the fucking, uh, what were the chicks the called? Yeah, she was one of them. Love Me Tender. And that about does it. That's that's literally it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So her biggest role happened already. She's been in four movies, there three movies. I mean, she's probably a model and does that. So probably just keep not eating and you go, girl. <laughs> Man, harsh. It's true though. Uh, okay. Megan Fox, I'll tell you. I feel like she spent some months of shit. But lately, I feel like she hasn't been. 
I think the last name was Turtles, wasn't it? No, she's in the Battle of Jane Sari. I don't know what that is. No idea. Zeroville? That's a James Franco movie. I haven't watched it yet, but it's on my Plex. She was on New Girl for like three seasons. Oh, I do remember that. Now that you say that. And two Turtles movies. Yeah. Oh, she's in The Dictator as herself? Mm. Yeah. Whatever. Moving on. uh, Pain and Gain. So funny. So good. Based on true story. I didn't watch this for a long time because I thought it looked stupid, and then I was actually into it when I did watch it, so... Yeah, I'm not a fan of this one. No? Why not? Oh, yeah, we've talked about this. Yeah. I don't like it. You guys got in an argument over it. Probably. For sure, I remember. Yeah. What don't you like about it again? I do love Marky Mark, but I I just don't like that movie. Maybe because it's about a real story, and I didn't expect that when I watched it. You thought it was going to be like a joke movie? I thought it was going to be a fun movie because the commercials told me. commercials told me it was a funny movie, and it was not a funny movie. Even though it has The Rock, which I like, and Marky Mark that I like. It's just a messed up movie. Yeah, I'm not a fan. But the story's messed up, so... I mean, that's true. Makes perfect sense. The, the story's based on it. It's completely messed up. If I would have realized that's what it was, I probably wouldn't have watched it. But I had no idea that's what it was. You live and you learn, right? Huzzah. So, the character Frank Griga in the, in the movie... Mm-hmm belongs to Michael Bay in reality, which is also the former Miami home of Hulk Hogan. Damn. Oh, weird. Yeah. Huh, okay. I didn't know that. No. It's kind of cool. Uh, other than that, Kurt Angle, wrestler, you guys know Kurt Angle, mm-hmm. who's now not working. Right. <laughs> Thanks, COVID. Uh, him and... Dwayne Johnson got a, a brawl in this movie. Like a real one? Yeah. Like, he was, it was the prison oh. prison fight. Wow. Crazy. But I always liked Kurt Angle. That's the only reason I put that in there. And then he's out of work, and that sucks. Mm, there you go. Because I'm sure there's way less talented wrestlers that could not be working right now. Sure. Did you see what, what Marky Mark and... The Rock both both buck, bulked up to for this movie. Yeah, three hundred pounds for The Rock, right? He was up to three hundred pounds. That's Marky crazy. Mark went up to two twelve. Jesus, and he's like, I think Marky Mark's like a foot shorter than The Rock. Oh, easily. So that's yeah. how for sure. That's crazy. But those dudes were just getting fucking like jacked and fucking sucking each other's dicks, like just being crazy. Uh, yeah, drinking <gasps> muscle milk all day, like <gasps> oh, bro, I'm a fucking buffer. <gasps> Just fucking just rip, like, yeah. In Hulk Hogan's uh, old house? <laughs> That's crazy. That's where they were at. <laughs> That's, that part is really crazy. Doesn't make me like it any better, but there you go. <laughs> Man. That's all I got for pain and gain. You got anything else? Mm, not really, man. There you go. Alright, well, I'm gonna take a tequila shot. Huzzah. Pain and gain. It's not something to toast to. My God. I'm in real life. Oh, there you go. In real life. There you go. Just because you don't like the movie doesn't mean it's not a good film. (sighs) Because it wasn't what you expected. Like, if you would have saw that. I'm not a fan of it. I don't think I would have ever watched it if I would have realized what it was. You should watch it again. Mm, Don't want to. 
Just like you should watch Solo again. I've watched Solo multiple times, and it's not good at any time. To me, I, I compare this movie's kind of like one of those movies like Tears of the Sun. When it's like, the movie was like super well done, very brilliant, very like fucking gut-wrenching. But, but then you like, check out the second you see a chick that had her titties cut off? You're just like, at the end of it, you're like, I couldn't watch that again. It was like really horrific. It was fucking... Like, oh, for sure. It's rough. That's how I feel about, like, I call it the Tears of the Sun. For Solo? Or for Pain and Game? Pain and Game. Pain and Game makes perfect sense, yeah. I don't want to watch like, it. Like, when you watch a movie, you're like, oh my god, that was amazing. Like, I don't think I could ever watch that again. It was like too intense. Sure. Well, I will say it was cool for, you know, a guy that, looking on the outside in, you think Michael Bay, like, oh, he's just good for explosions. I like that he did this a, a was random like, like, movie. This was a passion project for him, which, it's which a cool, guys that make movies like Michael Bay makes usually don't do that. But it's cool that he did a movie that, like, is based on a true story. It was like, this is a fucking crazy fucking story based in, like, in Miami. Because he, I mean... Bad boys, he didn't like that area seems familiar to him, so like like I think multiple movies like are based slightly in the Florida area that he's done, so it's like obviously that's close to home for him. Sure. But I wonder him here having heard this story, like that'd be a fucking cool movie. Well Maybe. too, you got a guy in Michael Bay that was used to two hundred million dollar budgets and he did this one for twenty three million. So to go that yeah. far backwards too is pretty That's cool. A pretty big step, different. Huge. Yeah. Huge. It's crazy. Like he probably didn't take a dime for this movie for himself. Well, well Marky know? Mark and The Rock both took pay cuts to be able to make this movie, keep the money. I'm saying they the budget, pro- probably so. everybody did. Yeah. You know. And my thing is like The Rock bulked up to three hundred for this movie. Like, I bet that motherfucker carries around about three hundred all the time now. Probably. Yeah, I don't think he really lost much weight after this one. No. He's just, I mean, I remember, like, when he first started wrestling and was first in, like, way back in the day, like, even Scorpion King and shit, like, his his first actual, like, decent movie, like, real movie. Like, movie casting. He wasn't that big. No. no he's little. Not. He's little as fuck. And now you look at me like, what the fuck, dude? And I, and I, I mean, I, I, I do follow him on Instagram. Like, there's not a lot of big stars that I follow on Instagram, but he's one that I do, and I think he's, like... He's like second or third in the world all the time on Instagram of like followers. I think Cristiano Ronaldo and like two other people are above him. Maybe, maybe, but he's pretty high up there. But like he does these like fucking cheat day, like cheat days, like with his diet and shit. And it's just like he's like two fucking pizzas and like or his sushi fucking nights were like the sushi is like a plate like this fucking big. Like, sp- like if you're not, if you're obviously nobody, if you're listening to this, it's like my arms spread from shoulder to shoulder. It's like, like six, seven foot. Literally like probably like just get on this fucking Instagram and see what that fucking eats on like on cheat days just to like, just to fucking calorie up so he can like gain, hit that next gain. It's fucking weird shit, dude. And like, and I was, I'm not saying steroids like by any, like, but definitely performance enhancing. Like there's no way that he's doing it completely natural. There's no way. And I don't think he gives a fuck. Well, that's the thing. If it's like, not hurting your body. All you do point. is work out more and eat extra chicken. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, there you go. Let's have that two more Transformers. Age of Extinction. I didn't really dig this one that much. I like the junkyard, like, 
the old school, like Optimus Prime in the junkyard, and like Mark Wahlberg fixes him and gets him going again. Like I liked that part of it. Sure. I think as much as I like Mark Wahlberg, I don't like him for Transformers. Eh, I didn't mind him. Sorry. I like him, but I like Shia LaBeouf better. Yes. As as that character. They're not, I mean, Shia LaBeouf is playing as Spike. As the lead character. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf is playing Spike. Spike is in the comics. He's in the original, like, like mythos. But, like, Mark Wahlberg's character, I don't think, I think it's just a new character. Yeah, I don't think he is. Best I can tell you, he's not. I don't. I don't know enough about the books to know that. But. And I like him in there. It's fine. I just, but it, I don't know they, they were they were a little weaker. And then the last one was really weak. I, I didn't. The last night one, I was like, <sighs> the story's weird. The visuals are awesome, but the story's bizarre. Yeah, I didn't mind that one as much as Extinction. I liked Extinction better, but I could watch them again. I only watched each one one time, so I, I mean, right. Where I've seen the other ones multiple times. Well, visually, the second one with the dragon and all the... it, it Visually, it's really pretty. Story-wise, I don't feel like the story is as strong, but... Visually, it's a freaking well, awesome. Optimus goes all evil. And yeah, that's what's weird about it. Comes, yeah. But the crazy dragon and, like, the samurai sword. like it, it, It's got cool things in it, but again, it, like I said, it's not... The story doesn't feel as strong to me for that. Yeah, and there's a there's actually a movie in between both of those that is the one I have not seen all the way through that I fell asleep watching at home one night. Huh. Thirteen hours about the Benghazi soldiers. I oh, never saw it. Have you guys seen that? Nope. John Krasinski is like the lead, the lead character. Like I tried to watch it not even that long ago, like a month ago, and I was just tired. Didn't make it all the way through. It sure. looked cool, like, the way it started. But, mm. yeah. It's really fucking good, actually. You saw it? Yeah. Okay. Like, as far as that shit goes, like, the way, like, that Pablo, Pablo Schreiber, like, I like him a lot of shit. Like, the whole cast is, like, is fucking great. And it's 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 based off, so, if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, you listen to this, like, everything that has to do with Hillary Clinton when, like, in... Like Trump's like, like send her to jail and her her emails and blah 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 blah. Like there's a fucking uh, uh, I don't know. I'm blanking on the word. What's the place called? Uh, a, an embassy, an, an embassy. It's about that, the people that, that trapped them. That was overrun yeah. and they had to get out. And like a bunch of soldiers said, "Fuck it," and they came there to like get people out. And some people died. Some soldiers died, and they, were, they they broke orders to do it, and they right. saved a bunch of fucking lives. That's what it's about. And it's actually a really fucking good movie. Um, and it's a really fucked up situation. But on the other hand, like I'm not going to get into politics, because it's not necessarily about that. But it was well done. So I will have to finish it. That's the one, the one Michael Bay movie I haven't seen all the way through. Which is, you know, actually the last one I watched this morning. Because I felt bad about not seeing it. Like, I started <laughs> watching Six Underground, though, with CBS. I don't think I finished it. I don't think you did either. I liked it. It's, there's, it's there's, crazy. There's some Michael Bay ridiculousness in there it. Is, but there's also is. some really... I think I'm like 80% through it, and I re- like when I was up, I, I liked it. Like, there's cars exploding with bodies flying out of it. Jesus, I mean, dude. it's pretty impressive. 
Like the the amount of carnage that's like weird. Oh, this car rolls over. Oh, and the dude comes flying out the door. Oh my god! And there's I, a few parts where I was like, "Come on!" It, it's but crazy. for the most part, you know, like at but, the beginning when the fucking parkour dude skateboarding does a board slide, <laughs> mid board slide, jumps off of the board and like lands on a pillar on his feet. I'm like, I know the way physics works, and you would have face planted for sure. But aside from that, for the most part, but I mean, I mean, from the parts, it's like very Fast and Furious style action. Yeah. And like, what watching this movie I was like, man, I wish, I really wish Ryan Reynolds was in a Fast and Furious movie, and then he was in Hobbs and Shaw, and it like it fits so fucking perfect. So it's like <laughs> when they do the next Fast movie. I hope Ryan Reynolds' character comes back because he fits that shit so fucking well. Like, at the end of this thing, it's just going to be like the, an all-star cast of ridiculousness. I hope for Fast and Furious. Yeah, like I assume he's going to be the bad guy. So yeah, that makes sense. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I think no, so. No, he's not. I think that's who he's going to want to be. Oh, you're, that's that's why you're wrong and you're not the leader of the group because you don't. You watch. We'll see. You know, it'd be cool if they made. The next Fast and Furious in like forty years when everybody's old, <laughs> oh my god! And they could call it the slow and slurrious. That's a totally different. That's like a mockumentary kind of movie. That's awesome. But like not a mockumentary, like for real. Make that's it the funnier die. Like who has the yeah. fastest wheelchair? Will Ferrell, get on that. Get no, on but I, the Six Underground. Like I, what I really like is I think it was really well casted and everyone acts really good in it. Yeah, they faces don't recognize a lot of them. For a Michael but, Bay movie, I like, like that Melani Laurent chick though. I like from Inglorious Bastards, yeah. yeah, she's awesome. I was kind of surprised to see her in this. Like, hmm, Tarantino and Inglorious Bastards, and then nothing. And then ten years later, Michael Bay, huh? All right. <laughs> I know she's French and she does a lot of French movies, which is why we probably don't see her. But yeah. I thought that was random, but cool. But yeah, I like the whole cast. The movie is pretty good. I mean, Ryan Reynolds really made it, but there's not a normal Ryan Reynolds movie either. Like, it, we get pieces of his quick talking, smart mouth, but it's not just a smart mouth movie. It's it really isn't. I mean, he's awesome in it still, but as far as the thing, it, it's not his normal savoir faire. Even though we get pieces of that in there, but yeah, it's good. It did, but like you said, there's pieces that are really ridiculous. Like the car rolls. This one, you see the body come flying out the car, which in real life, maybe. I mean, you know, they did hit a fuck ton of civilians in this movie, though. A lot of holy shit! (laughs) So many bodies flying, dude. Like, like I was watching it. I woke up, turned the movie on, so I could start taking notes for this. Eight thirty in the morning. Tori's watching it like. This shit is fucked up. I'm like, yeah, I guess it is. I don't know. So I do. I will say this about Michael Bay. As we went through this, the entire filmography, I don't think there's a single film that none of us have not seen. Like, this is the first director that I think we've seen every film of the director. At least one of us. If I had had more time, like, or if I had made the smarter decision and watched like 13 hours last night, I would have seen all of them. But. You know, yeah, 13, yeah, so 13 yeah. hours after talking about it, I feel like maybe I have seen that. I feel like I you watched it with me. I didn't remember the title. But, I mean, what's crazy is that, okay, so you haven't seen 13 hours, but really, like, 
we've seen pretty much every single one of these fucking movies. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the music videos, honestly. <laughs> me it's and funny. me I mean me like only Meatloaf and Tina Turner, but other Why than didn't that, he direct that? I, I don't want to miss a thing like I don't, I don't know. Why why didn't he direct uh cuz he did Tina Turner's videos. Why wasn't he mixed up in Mad Max? I mean, he probably should have been. It was different years, I guess, but whatever. Way different years. Yeah, whatever. As far as, like, videos are concerned, a lot of his movies move almost like a music video, too, which is not horrible. Ridiculously? A couple of them, yeah. Okay. Social medias. You guys got anything else on Michael Bay? I got a couple more things on Six Underground. Okay. Before anyone knew what the hell this movie was, it was rumored to be a Thundercats movie. That's weird. That's disappointing, because I would have loved to see Ryan Reynolds in a Thundercats movie. <laughs> man. Sorry, man. I do. I would. Uh, I'm with you. I would, too. Snarf, snarf. Also, snarf, snarf, snarf. <laughs> I mean, if you were a snarf, it would make a lot of sense. It's terrible, but it would actually fit. It'd be hilarious. Yeah. He would be a really good snarf. At a budget of $150 million, Okay. it's the second most expensive film Netflix has ever produced the first being the Irishman, which is 175 million, which was, which should not have cost 175 million. Crazy. I need a hundred million dollars to shoot a couple guys in a coffee shop smoking cigarettes and fucking sitting in a coffee. I get a fucking <laughs> break. give me a fucking break. Fuck you, Scorsese. God uh, damn it. Fuck that movie. Okay. Didn't think I'd say I like a Michael Bay movie more than a Scorsese movie, but I think I like <laughs> Six Underground more than I like The Irishman. I would 100% agree with you. For $25 million less in budget. Yeah, I mean, that's... And a dipshit yeah. director versus a very smart one. Well, there you go. I mean, you're not a dipshit. I don't want to call him dipshit. <laughs> I got respect for you, Bay. Maybe not 100%, but... For some reason, when we were doing this, as we were going through the filmography, I feel... I. He must, he just produces it, or, oh, and that's Bruckheimer, huh, that did Lone Ranger. Bruckheimer was like... Lone Ranger? Yeah, and Bruckheimer produced all of Bay's movies until, I want to say Pain and Gain or something. Huh. I feel like... I, he did, like, all of For some reason, for... I thought Michael Bay was part of, like, the Lone what? Ranger shit for some reason. I thought he was connected to Miami Vice No, that so. was, uh... Lone Ranger was Gore Verbinski, who did, like, the first few Pirates movies. Okay. But it was produced by Bruckheimer, right? Correct. Okay. So is that the connection? Yeah. So did he, was he connected to Miami Vice at all? Miami Vice was done. That was Michael Mann. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, that makes sense, because he did a TV series, too. But I thought Michael Bay was connected to it. But maybe it's just Michael Mann. Like, could, they're both Michaels, and that's where they're connected. So it's not a real connection at all. Upcoming movie, though, Robopocalypse. Okay. Robopocalypse. Originally was supposed to be directed by Steven Spielberg. Huh. Okay. He dropped out, wanted script rewrites, yada, yada, yada. This was years ago, too. It's a sci-fi story set in the aftermath of a robot uprising, like after AI happens, so all that shit. Sounds kind of like iRobot, but different. Um, so after the Terminator? Right. Okay. And Robert Pattinson was in negotiations for the lead role, but also dropped out. Because he became Batman. Yep. And now apparently it's Chris Hemsworth, but we'll see All right. what happens with that. Yeah. Crazy. He has like three other upcoming things, but this is the only one that was like 
actually a thing officially happening. Yeah. Right now. Cool. So social media stuff. So socials. Can't go there. So social, social, socials. So before I get get a couple things dialed in here, we get crazy. While you're looking up nonsense, I guess you can see other stuff we do on the Top Five Comics Podcast website. There's a selections field in the middle there that has everything linked to different stuff. So this this podcast, the Top Five Comics Podcast. Action figure deconstruction. At some point, we need to get a list on there for value transmissions too, and I just don't have one yet. So yeah, look at us up. We'll get that at some point, I think we should put all of our videos on value transmissions too. I'm pretty positive YouTube doesn't let that happen because I tried to upload two of the same video the other day. That way, one Josh could try to watch privately, well, it wasn't released yet, and it would not do it. He told me that the same video existed already, and it, it deleted one. Um, what but, about with a different name? I don't know. I don't know if it was just because it was on the same page, too, maybe? Yeah, that's the thing. Is he, so like, I don't mul- know. Multiple people upload the same video all the time, so... so maybe we can figure it account, out. It'd be different. We can figure it out. But I think eventually we should all shoot for everything to be on, like, one big channel. So, on our Never Been In podcast Instagram, for the episode, The Greatest Film Scores, episode 64... Um, which in my, in my credit, like, I think the, the cover art looks really fucking good. And, and as actually when, as I listened to the episode, it's a really good episode. Like CBS was at the beginning of it, like to, to, to critique our own episode. He was like, I don't really have much to say about this, blah, blah. But like, he like hangs in really well. And like Tyler, me get really fucking nerdy about like film scores and like CBS hangs like a motherfucker. So cheers to you on that, man. Like you, I mean, you really do, but like, so when I, when I posted the picture, like what I always do, like new episode up, blah, 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 I hashtag a bunch of things and I hashtag a bunch of different, like, um, bunch of, bunch of different people. And Trent Reznor is one of them. Okay. You know, cause he's, he's obviously he does film scores. He's done scores for movies. Sure. Makes sense. So this guy, his name is Mike Previtt 2019. And he says, Trent Reznor is hashtag, but no Jerry Goldsmith. Already the alarm is sounding. And then he puts, like, the face to the, the palm to the face, like, emoji. And I was just like, okay, motherfucker. And then, I mean, I know who Jerry Goldsmith is, but he, like, he sco- he did score the Star Trek, the, the motion picture, the original 1979, The Omen, Planet of the Apes, um, Basic Instinct, Man, Gremlins. Star Trek, how do we miss that one? Jeez. The original Star Trek. Yeah, and that's but, what I'm but about. No, but he didn't make the original music from the TV show. He just scored the, 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 yeah, motion, the, movie, picture. the motion picture. Yeah, So he didn't actually, I mean, like, he took Not music. Not original. Yeah, he, oh, he took music that already existed yeah, and then yeah. just, like, scored Rearranged it. But, it. Gotcha. Um, he did do Patton, though, which, like, Patton is, like, one of the greatest movies that's ever. That's a pretty iconic one, um, yeah. And Poltergeist. So I will give the guy credit, L.A. Confidential, Hoosiers, um, Alien, Rudy, Rudy, that's a good one. The Burbs. So, like, to give the guy credit, I was like, "This guy's busting my balls already." And then I'm like, "Eh, touche." So, to him, I say, if he's listening to this episode because he's like, it seemed like he was going to listen to an episode. So I say to Mike Previtt 2019, we apologize. We did not include in hashtags, and even in our lists. Because when none of us put, put him in any of our lists, we apologize. But well, he, here's he, the deal. It's really hard to do, I know. Here's the deal. is We were trying to pick all of our favorites, and it's just not one of our personal favorites. Right. Like, 
that's the deal. Like, if we would have talked about him, he would have been listed in those names. Right. But... And to be fair, when I posted the picture, it was really fucking late, and I'm like... I'm up I'm up at 6 a.m. and I'm going to bed at like midnight and I'm trying to squeeze in every ounce of everything every fucking day because I like to spread myself as Bilbo Baggins would say, I feel like not enough butter on too much bread. And that's just like... It's a terrible quote to try to use. Well, this, this guy sounds like <laughs> the kind of guy that probably wouldn't listen to a whole episode of ours anyway, so... Aside from reading hashtags, how would we know? How would he, he read know? the hashtags? So good, good on him. So he did something. He read the hashtags, yeah. But like, if he didn't listen to the episode, how would he know if we talked about him or not? Right. True story. Maybe, maybe he did. Just the name drops alone. We just talked about it. But anyway, that I'm like, well, if I paid attention more, I played better. We get comments periodically, and but a lot of times it's people that I I know, and so very rarely is it people I'm like, I don't like this fucking and like so. I just wanted to get No, I mean it's cool. Someone commented on our shit that we don't know. Thanks, we're thanks trying to grow so I'll take it. Yeah. We are trying to grow this thing, like so um some things at the end of it, like CBS said, um, as far as social media goes, I'm at Wendell twenty four, you're at Huffy Tizzle. I'm at Huff Tizzle. Huff Tizzle. I want H U F F T Y Z Z L E. He is at Top Five Comics Podcast CBS. Correct? I think it's just Top yeah. Five Comics CBS. That's what he said. You said podcast. All right, through podcast. And then oh, no. That's top right. 5 Comics CBS. That's top right. 5 Comics CBS. Okay. Um, on Twitter, I am Josh Josh Roberts 45. Joshua Roberts 45. On Twitter, I was so early to the Twitter party, even though I never fucking use it. I am Tyler underscore Huff. Nice. Good job. Yeah. First one on. Hey. And what are you? Uh, well, there's top five, the top five, top five podcast. I think I don't remember what the logo is on, what the number thing is on there. Top five? No, it might just be top five comics. Actually, you have a lot of things that you don't there. Top word five comics. That's not true. There's just accounts <laughs> I don't use. You should probably use Twitter more. We should. I, I know it's for famous people, but like that's how you talk to those people. And I damn, talk to them look a at lot. Trey Wingo's suit. Probably be some promotion. Look at Trey Wingo's suit. Those fucking vans he's wearing. Getting ready to watch the draft, in case people were wondering. No draft, getting ready to start. That way that makes so, sense to them, otherwise your words mean no, nothing. So check out um, Tyler and Connor's Hot Sauce Review Show, which is called what? We we didn't... I wanted to come up with a name for it. Connor seemed like he didn't really care if we had a name for it. You need a name. That means submissions are open. Submissions are open! Well, I had some ideas. Mine were like, which this one was kind of shady, because they use it on Hot Ones all the time, but... One of my ideas was Mount Scoville. Another one of my ideas was Scorched Earth. I don't know. You need a name. Neither one of those would. See, I thought so too, but I don't know. You need a fucking name. We'll talk about this afterwards. Yeah. Um, CBS and me have a show. Um, episode six is just posted this week. Um, it's called Action Figure Deconstruction, where we take an action figure and break it down. Um, take a, we debox it, which I know every time like CBS watches me do it, it hurts his soul because he does not like to take things out of the package. But it makes me laugh every single time because of watching him die inside. And we also have the Top 5 Comics Podcast, which is also found on top5comicspodcast.com. All your podcast options in the world. If you just Google it, you'll find it. Um, 100%. Other than that, if you like us, share it, love it, listen. 
Do whatever you can. Follow us on our shit, because we're the Never Been Done Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And video-wise, there's uh, Cloak and Dagger Club. You should have a new video probably in the next couple of days up on the internet. Yeah. Because if you don't like it, I'm going to put it up anyway. Yeah, my band has uh, my band Cloak and Dagger Club, which has been, and then Toby, who's been on the show, and Marky, which has also been on the show. Yep. Um, we have a band called Cloak and Dagger Club, and we CBS has made a new music video for one of our songs off our demo. And um, other than that, thanks for joining us. Uh, I think next week we're going to. I'm I'm pushing forward to do like a really like chronological order Star Wars episode, like something we've never done before. We've we've covered pretty much every Star Wars ep- like movie in an episode in a show, but we've never just done like a f- entire just like from start to finish a Star Wars episode. So, like, because that episode will technically come out on May the 4th, I think it'd be cool if we did that. So, hopefully, that's what we're going to do next. Yeah, let's do it. But also, I'd like to talk about the Ewok movies. No, that would be in every every Star Wars movie. Even the holidays. So, that means no bullshit. We start the episode, and it's just, like, off to the races. Yep. Say peace out news. We're just talking about Star Wars today. Well, I mean, there's not that many. Uh, We can get through that. We can save next week's news for the week after. I can throw like five minutes worth of news in, but yeah, take, we got take it. Take that news. But anyway, yeah. thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Holler at your boys. Hootie hoo! Hoo-dee-hoo.